in this case, in Green Lantern's world, the opposite of fear is will. Ooh. And so what we take from this, what we see through Green Lantern is not the absence of fear. It is not being fearless. It is being willing to take action regardless of that fear. Welcome to Too Legitimate to Quit, instantly actionable small business strategies with a pop culture spin. I'm your host, Annie P. Ruggles, and my guest today is the frickin' brilliant Nick Bonitatibus. Nick Bonitatibus is a dynamic and energetic speaker with a focus on all things digital marketing. He stepped into the spotlight early in his career with a mission to educate, inspire, and empower everyone he encounters. Now, Full disclosure, out of the bio for a second, Nick is my digital marketing strategist. And let me tell you, he inspires and empowers me every freaking day. Back to the bio. On a mission as the founder of Digital Champions, he's dedicated to helping businesses implement social media and video marketing strategies to increase brand awareness. Over the last few years, Nick has spoken to thousands of individuals all over the country about improving online presence with his digital marketing techniques. With the ever-changing digital world, Nick strives to deliver the newest and most up-to-date trends to his audience and clients. His tagline is, let's grow together, which perfectly represents his desire to never stop improving while inspiring others to do the same. Are you ready to grow? Welcome to Too Legitimate to Quit. Nick, I'm so excited to have you here because not only are you a marketing super genius, you are my marketing super genius. So listeners, a disclaimer, this episode may have excessive mooning in it by me because Nick is my genius. But that being said, with that bar set so high, Nick, what's the number one thing that you think small businesses should focus on today? Well, that's a great question. And thank you so much for having me because you're awesome. And (laughs) to dive right in, one of the most important things, in my opinion, is utilizing what you're doing on social media. So many people, they know that they're supposed to do it, but they don't actually spend adequate time focused in that area. However, one of the most common mistakes is like people just, they're just posting. They're not really sure what they're doing and they're just posting and they're wondering why they're not getting results. One of the most effective ways to stand out is by creating video content. Did you know you have a, a, a likelihood that, that social video gets 1,200% more shares than images and text combined. 1,200%? 1,200%. 
I can't even, that's like a gajillion in my head. Like, I can't even fathom a number that high. I'm not a math person, everyone. That's why I have Nick to look at all of the rates of my stuff. That being said, 1,200% is a number higher than I can count. It's high. That's a lot. It just shows you how much, like, video rules the medium. So if you're not utilizing video, you are behind at this point. It's not like video is the future. Video is the now. And if you don't start taking action and doing this thing, you're just going to not be seen. And when it comes to marketing your business, we need to be willing to stand out and do things that some people may not be willing to do. Do things that are going to make us different. Do things that are going to grab people's attention. This is marketing. We, (laughs) We need to do things that are going to, one, help us build credibility, build authority, um, but just get our face out there. You know, most of us have personal brands, or it, even if you're, you're not a personal brand, your business should still have a face, and you as the business owner should be that face. Right. We don't have the Geico Gecko. Someone has to speak for our companies. Yes. You know, like there has to be someone, people want to give their money and their trust and their faith and all of the currencies to someone that has a face, someone that is a person. Like even a cartoon person is better than no person, but that's not what we're recommending here. We're recommending you getting out there, being the voice and doing it on video. I want to go to something that you said there about the willingness to be seen. Now, a lot of people have humongo phobias of visibility in this way, of how they look on video, of if their nose hair is going to be visible, or if their voice sounds like a drunken Muppet sailor like mine does, or, you know, people just are concerned. What do you say to people to kind of shake them out of that fear? Or is it more of a slow process? So I think there is somewhat of a gradual process that can happen, but it really starts with getting started. Now, one of the biggest things is the reason why, okay, and you can sugarcoat it or think it's something else. The only reason that you are hesitant with video marketing is because you are scared of the judgment of what people may say about you. One billion percent agree. One billion percent. If we were not afraid of rejection, judgment, or humiliation, we would all be making videos all the time. And that's and that's just it. When we worry about what other people are going to think, what other people are going to say, that is constantly going to hold us back. When I was willing to do this, now I will say, okay, this didn't happen overnight for me. Um, it actually was a a lot longer than I even like to say, because I was reading some books with Gary V and, you know, he's talking about making video content. And so it was, I think like 2017 or something. And I was like, I'm going to make a video about my new year's resolutions. I didn't do it. (laughs) Then one year went by and I was like, Hey, this year, I'm going to make a video 
about my New Year's resolution. <laughs> I didn't do it. And then like three months into the new into that new year, I was like, nope, I'm doing it. I'm just going to make this video. I was like, my hair was all over the place. I was wearing like a dirty white tee from like just working out. And I made this video about me talking about a podcast episode that I happened to listen to. And what was so amazing is like, again, I, 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 had, I recorded it, watched it like three times, <laughs> you know, trying to, think, you know, come up with an excuse of like why I shouldn't post it. But I was like, nope, just do it. Just hit publish. Just, just press the button, press it, press it. And I just pressed it, press it. And, and then I put it out there. And what was so amazing is I got so many people that responded. They started um, engaging. They were like, where is this podcast? Can I go listen to it? You know, it was talking about our, our you know, addiction to technology and all of these different things. And I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the conversation. I enjoyed what it had done. And so I actually had a friend and he was very encouraging in the process. And he was like, dude, you should just make more more of those videos. And I was like, all right. And I just started making more videos. And this wasn't even like business necessarily related at the time. I didn't even have my business yet. This was just about making videos that I thought was going to help people. And I was just talking about what I was learning. I was doing stuff with personal development and gratitude and all of these things from books and podcasts that I was reading and then just sharing and putting my own spin on it. But I got so many messages of people saying like, thank you so much. Thank you for your positivity. People reach out to me and, um, you know, they would, they would, they would share the post or, or they would, uh, you know, I had one person that told me that they even, um, told their students, they were a teacher and they passed on the message that I had shared. I mean, that is like what? the dream. Yeah. That's like, Oh man, that would give me that, you know, that feeling, well, you're very, you know, strong, but that feeling you get when you might cry and it kind of like makes your nose itch, like that's what that would be. Like if a teacher was like, I shared your message with my class, I'd be like, I'm not crying. You're crying. Stop it. What? Yeah. And what was so interesting about that example and why I love sharing it is that so that individual had never liked one of my videos on social media, never commented, nothing. I had no idea that she watched it. The only reason I knew was because one of um, her brother-in-law had told me and said, hey, you know, she watches all your videos. And I was like, what, really? And so when I went up to her, um, you know, and said hello, she told me, she's like, hey, you know, I watched all your videos. I even like share it with the students. And I was like, I, like you said, I was like, I did almost cry in that moment because that's like the dream that we can have him a greater impact in our messaging to actually not just impact the people that are listening, but then have those listeners impact even more people. Even further, it's a ripple effect that we don't even know where it stops. You know, one of my, I, one of the things I love about you is that you are so interested in addition to your subject matter and you really bring it all together. Like you said, you have this passion for personal development, as do I. And I was a life coach many, many years ago for a hot second before I swan dove into marketing for similar reasons of your story, right? But I, one of my favorite things is about the science of emotional contagion. 
and how we do impact so many layers of people, whether or not we think so with our emotions. And that's just natural. That just happens biologically. When we're putting a message out there with intention, it amplifies that ripple effect so much freaking more, you know, and it just goes and goes and goes and goes and goes unless you shut your mouth and don't put it out there and or consistently. Right. So way back at the very beginning, you brought up this idea of, OK, maybe I dabbled in this or I dabbled in that or I did one video once and I, you know, my grade school crush liked it and I got huge validation and then someone on YouTube called me fat and I cried and so I stopped. Like we all sort of do that, not paper pushing, but like, OK, I'm going to jump and then we like belly flop into the pool of video. Like most of the people that I know have done that more than once. Why is consistency and routine so critical when it comes to building this thought leadership? Absolutely. And that's such a great question. And consistency reigns to be one of the most powerful, um, it's not really a tool, but practices that you can do within your business and your life. And if you think about it, the best things, the most, the highest results come from the consistency. So for example, if you're like working out, for example, you work out one day, all right, not really, you know, you feel great in that moment, but if you work out every day for a month, there's this compound effect that comes with doing that consistently. And the same thing happens with how you show up online, showing up in video, because here's what can often happen. When it, when it was with me, all right, I put out the video and people are like, oh, Nick's putting out a video, okay? And you know, some people are like, oh, what's this? This is curious, like, I'll, I'll check this out. Um, and other people may just be like, oh, like, whatever, I'm not gonna watch that. And then, then there's another video and they're like, man, um, what, what is this? Like another video, what's going on? And then it happens again, you know, man, okay. He's like not stopping. There's like more videos. Like what, what is he up to? What is going on? And so it builds that curiosity for the people that maybe looked past it the first time. Now, the other side of it too, is the people that are watching. And so, yeah, somebody watches one video, great. But what's going to happen is you're going to have people that are going to watch all of your videos. Oh, yeah. And more than once. Yes. Become like raving fans. And, and that's what where the impact really becomes because social media, okay, is about building relationships. That is, that is the core foundation of social media that often gets overlooked because the people are either, you know, hey, it's for business or hey, this is time consuming. It's no, the, the fundamental foundation, it is a social networking platform designed for building relationships. And so when we're creating things like video content and we're putting ourselves out there and we're sharing who we are and we're talking about, you know, things that are maybe going on in our life and providing educational content, we are going to let people know who we are. And you've mm -hmm. probably heard this before that people do business with who they know, they like, and they trust. 
And that's where video works so powerfully because it gets people to know you and then they keep watching and then they're like, man, I really like this person. And then you continue to show up consistently and now they trust you. But who's going to want to do business with someone who's not consistent? You want somebody who shows up consistently. Right. Because it is a relationship. You know, I've I've had my flaky phases in the past, but if every time one of my best friends needed me, I never picked up the phone or I picked it up one in 10 or I picked it up one time and it was the best conversation of our lives and then never answered the phone again, I'm sending mixed signals about that relationship, right? And the other thing is it actually really does give people who are stressed, people who are confused, something reliable when you're consistent. It's part of the reason why we all love podcasts. We look forward to the next episode of that podcast. And when it arrives, it's like, ooh, there's a new episode of this. Even if you know it's coming, even if you don't understand the topic or the expert being interviewed, you're still like, oh, look, right on time. This reliable thing showed up to help me or guide me or make my day better. How freaking lovely, right? But it really is all about how you show up, which is the perfect freaking segue because today you want to talk about someone who had to show up for all of humanity. And I'm talking about lesser loved but still important superhero Green Lantern. Nick, what the heck does any of this have to do with Green Lantern? I am so glad you asked. I do have to do one (laughs) correction, okay? Green Lantern does not just protect humanity, but the entire, uh, you know, universe. He has a whole sector in the universe. That's right. There are aliens involved in this. You're right. You're right. Yes. Lots 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 of people and creatures, you know, that Green Lantern protects. And so the the reason why I think Green Lantern is super awesome is because we all have fear, naturally. It's one of those things, no matter what, we're always going to have fear in our life. Things, Things come up, whether it be the fear of being judged or the fear of the future, you know, whatever it may be. And that fear can often hold us back from taking certain action doing things that we know are going to benefit us in the long run. And so what's so interesting, because Green Lantern, if you if you know him, you know what in this case, in Green Lantern's world, the opposite of fear is will. Ooh. And so what we take from this, what we see through Green Lantern is not the absence of fear, It is not being fearless. It is being willing to take action regardless of that fear. And that's what separates the people who are willing to do what others are not. Being willing to step out of their comfort zone even though it may scare them. So taking that action, doing that thing, it's just having the will to do it. We don't need to be fearless. No one is fearless. Being scared is normal. It's part of it. Whether you're scared to jump on a podcast or scared to do a video or scared to jump on stage, that's what makes us feel alive. But the best things come when we're able to build that courage 
and step out of our comfort zone, do something that scares us because amazing, amazing things happen when you do that. And I am proof of that from my first video, from my first time speaking on stage. Oh my gosh, I was horrified. (laughs) The first time I spoke on stage, my heart was beating out of my chest. I was so nervous. I was so scared. And my coworkers at the time, I think they were scared for me. They were like, oh my gosh, is Nick going to go up there and bomb? Because he's so scared right now. Now that yeah, was it's my- untested. You've never done it before. You know, it's uncertain. Uncertainty is horrifying. It is. Because it could go in any in any possible direction. But I I love what you just did there because I think in, in my mind, I don't often think about the fact that superheroes are probably scared too. You know, like I don't I don't think about that. Unless it's like Peter Parker who is in high school. Or uh, Wonder Woman, who is a woman. Like, I don't normally think about these moments where there's a lot of fear, with the exception of Iron Man, because Robert Downey Jr. is a full-size snack of acting and does a really good job of this. But, like, you know, even the Hulk, the Hulk is angry. Anger and fear are the same freaking emotion, just expressed differently. But I love that you are reminding that, yeah... They still have to do the thing. They have to fly toward the bus that is falling out of the sky. They have to defuse the bomb by, you know, doing all these things. They have to go up against the bad guy. They have to reveal their identities to people. That's terrifying. So why Green Lantern? What makes him such a great example of will for you? That's a great question. You know, it's it's the idea of his entire powers are fully controlled by that will. It doesn't work. He can't do anything. His magical ring, you know, um, is only controlled by his will and his mind. And so unlike, you know, superheroes like Superman, I mean, he's just naturally strong. His body is impenetrable, you know, aside from kryptonite. But Green Lantern is more of a mental character than anything because he is. He's just a human, you know? He's not an alien. Um, You know, this particular, how Jordan we're talking about Green Lantern, obviously there's like the Green Lantern Corps. There's a bunch of, you know, people from all over the the galaxy. Um, So some of them are aliens. So when I say (laughs) human, I'm talking about the Hal Jordan one. Um, And there's Jon Stewart too, you know, I won't get into that. But anyway, so there... (laughs) They are. I had to nerd out a little bit. You know, that's that's. What I know we're here to it's do. a nerdy, nerdy show, babe. You just <laughs> lean on in. And so, you know, he's just the normal guy. He's a human, you know, and often has the doubts and the fear that he's not good enough. But he has to overcome that, you know, and it's all done through his mind and utilizing that mindset that um, the will is stronger than the fear. Oof. Oh, I ugh, the will is stronger than the fear. And then Green Lantern's ability, right, because of the ring and the everything that we were just talking about, like he really does have to have his mind on straight because he's creating things. He's producing things in real time, you know, and, and there could be some Roger Rabbit disasters in that where like he'd be like, I need to build this bridge. And then you get like a play school broken 
playground bridge, right? So what what do you glean personally from that about bringing things into the world? Yeah, so in in this aspect, the the idea of the foundational pieces of his uh, constructs, as they call it, that he creates with his ring are constructed based on his focus on what it is that he wants to create in his mind. So what are, what do you want to create in your mind? Focus, focus, whatever it is, you got to focus y'all. What do you want? Focus on that first and create it. But it starts with that focus of really understanding what it is that we want and creating it in our mind before we can even create it in our lives. So really weird question for you here, my dear. (sighs) It has been brought to my attention that the kryptonite equivalent for Green Lantern is the color yellow and all things that are yellow. So as you go about advising entrepreneurs all over the world about their video campaigns and as you go forth as a speaker as a teacher as a thought leader what's your yellow what is my yellow when it comes to when it comes to your work like video and stuff what's your yellow my yellow is not living up to my potential Mm. that is what scares me most I know that I am capable of so much. And I know that I was put here for a reason to do big things and create massive impact. And when I am not living up to my potential as a disservice to all of those people who cannot, people that are no longer with us, people that uh, maybe you've had through your life, that is what drives me. you know, every single day waking up and working on being my best self. And I say that in working because it is a non-stop process every single day. How can we continue to create the best version of ourselves? You just sound heroic when you talk. You just sound freaking heroic. You've certainly been a hero in my business. Uh, my husband, Ryan, has turned Nick's name into a verb. He's like, well, what's your Nick work today? Like, are you going to do your Nick work? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do my Nick work. Am I concerned? Yeah. What am I going to do? Will in this house has become Nick work. Speaking of which, if you need your own Nick work, which I would argue that you do, Nick, what's the best way for people to start a conversation with you? Absolutely. So I love to hang out on um, Facebook and Instagram. My handle is Nick J. Bonnie, N-I-C-K-J-B-O-N-I. And um, another thing is I also have a really awesome training that um, I know you will intensely enjoy. So if you enjoy a really good training with an insanely awesome offer at the end of it, you will love my free training. I took it. I loved it. And now here we are. Everybody, I will be back in just a couple of seconds with my final thoughts and your homework for the week. Mm, Spoiler, it will involve video. Well, hey there, listeners. In the time between Nick and I recording our chat and this episode being finalized, I've been pretty freaking fixated on the idea that the opposite of fear is not fearlessness, but willpower. 
It inspired me to reread one of my favorite psych books, The Willpower Instinct by Kelly McGonigal. McGonigal, who holds positions in both Stanford's Graduate School of Business and School of Medicine, argues that willpower is not a limitless resource and that we withdraw from our reserves of it each time we do something that takes us out of our comfort zone. But with practice, we can train and grow our willpower like a muscle, becoming braver, more resilient, and more willful with every step. So many of my clients and peers actively, passionately resist appearing on video. I know I did. They, like me, fear phantom boogers in their nose and broccoli in their teeth, YouTube trolls being ripped off, you name it. But as Nick said, video marketing isn't the future. It's the now. In order to know, like, and trust you, let us see you. Your homework this week, surprise, surprise, is to do what Nick set out to do so many years in a row. Make a video about your New Year's resolutions for your business. Tell your audience about your vision for 2021, where you're headed, and why they should join you for the ride. Remind them of your values, your mission, and your voice. This video does not have to be Nobel Prize worthy. It doesn't even have to be more than two minutes long but it does have to show your face. Too Legitimate to Quit is brought to you by the Non-Sleazy Sales Academy and me, your host, Annie P. Ruggles. If you struggle to sell because you don't know how to put a price on all that goodness in you and you don't like the way that your competitors do it, I have great news for you. You can find my free challenge, Making Selling Easy Without Getting Sleazy, anytime at www.anniepruggles.com dot com slash easy not sleazy our show is edited and produced by andrew sims of hypable our fabulous theme tune is by riley horbacio who i found on fiverr our gorgeous podcast art is by francois vigno who i found on upwork and our marketing team is led by the unbelievably life-saving nick bonitatibus don't forget to check today's show notes for more information about our fabulous guests plus some continuing resources and some Etsy finds from other super fans of today's topic. All pop culture elements mentioned in this episode remain the sole intellectual property of their respective owners. I do not own them, so please don't sue me. 